Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, it's match day. It's the latest match day special. With me, your host, Russell Guyver, on the podcast about the beautiful club within the beautiful game and we've got the beautiful people next to us we've got Ahmed and Alison welcome back on the pod Ahmed yeah. you were there on Thursday how are you feeling going into today's game oh I'm feeling a bit nervous today yeah yeah I'm hoping we you know if we come out with a, a draw we'll, we'll be good but if a win happens excellent We'd take a hit, wouldn't we? On, yeah. on the basis of beating Marseille and beating Palace, we'd take a hit today, wouldn't we? Definitely, yeah. Even though my mate Matthew is with us, who we'll, we'll get on the pod shortly, who's an Arsenal fan. And, uh, but to be honest, he's paid his dues. Every time we uh, we play them, we seem to get a result. We do. And he said he hates Brighton because yeah. we just keep getting results. So he might actually meet us for a drink afterwards if... Uh, if we win rather than bottling it. Well, I think recently... If, they, uh, if he wins, I mean. In the past few years, I think North London has been ours. Yeah. Ah, exactly. So, we yeah. had the song, didn't we? Yeah, we had that song. Yeah. So, uh, I'm sure he wouldn't have objected to one half of that scenario, but not so much with the other. Yeah. But um, So, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see how the game goes. It's, it's one where you really, really can't call it because, no. as I said, we're in between two huge fixtures for different I mean, reasons. Arsenal are on top form, but yeah, they're, they're, a, they're a better team. We, we, we could surprise them today as well. I mean, they're not they're not particularly better this year than last year, and yet we beat them three 0 wasn't it, last yeah. season? In yeah. fact, that was our last Premier League uh, clean sheet. Possibly there could be an upset again today. Yeah, we'll see how we go. Let's see how it goes. And you're here for the duration, maybe a bit of post match as well, or are you got to head off? Possibly. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. Possibly. We'll see. Yeah. Depending, depending on the result. Yes, those are the dulcet tones of the lovely Alison as well. Uh, Alison, uh, you were there Thursday. Let's talk about that. How do you feel about that? Uh, it, it was absolutely amazing, and I'm so glad that, unlike a few, we still stayed to the end. Uh, yes. I couldn't understand how people, people oh. were accepting the nil-nil and were beginning um, yeah. to exit. So, a couple yeah. of people near me did that. But, I mean, yeah, I was up in North London. I made it there. You just got to, okay, I can drive. Maybe some people can't drive, and maybe the whatever. But a lot of people are in somewhere like Brighton, and they leave early. I can't get that. I can't get that. No. I mean, to be 
fair, the vast majority did stay, more than normal. And that's a, a mark of how momentous an occasion it was and what a, what a great result. But we move on to today and um, we'll, we'll see how we go against Arsenal. Um, we've got our friend who was on the pod last season. Tell us your name again, sir. My name's Richard. Yes. You were on last season ahead of the game. It didn't go too well I for you guys. Some, I made some very bullish predictions, as I remember. <laughs> I think I was trying to temper it to uh, to not come across too arrogantly, but yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, it did, did go a bit pear-shaped on that taught, occasion. It taught us a little bit of a lesson, exactly that, yes. yes. It, it was a madly good result for us. I mean, we had a great season in general, but that was, I mean, that was better than I could have imagined, regardless of previous good results we'd had. But um, I don't anticipate the same result this season, I have to say. Well... Yes, I'm going to I'm going to keep my powder dry again on this one. I think, but yes, it's entirely possible. I don't know. Um, I'm, se- I'm I'm very happy with where we are this this season in terms of. I mean, we were obviously top of the league this time last year. We spent most of the season obviously at the top of the league. And yeah. I think that ultimately is what cost us. Yeah. Was the nosebleed was constantly having to make all the running. So the fact that we're a couple of points behind or a point behind Liverpool now see how they go this afternoon I'd be very happy for them to make the running for the rest of the season to be honest and see what we can do I'd, I was explaining it to my son and saying it's a little bit like being at the Monaco Grand Prix what you want to do is slipstream slipstream the leader until the last lap and then apply the curves <laughs> yeah I, I think you, you're probably better equipped this year just for the experience of last year Yeah, and the fact that City are I wouldn't say crumbling but they're looking a little bit ropey I know they're strong as, as the season wears on but I think they've got less points than they had last season. And you, look, you guys are as strong as last season. I think, well, exactly. When you think coming off the back of last season and coming off the treble, most teams that come off the back of a treble, they, you know, what else is there to achieve in a lot of ways? So they've kind of done it. I don't think they're taking their foot off the gas. I don't think there's any complacency there, but keeping that momentum yeah. is very hard. And, of course, they're without the shaved warthog for a couple of weeks. So, uh, you know, that's always, always going to cost them. <laughs> That's an intriguing comment there. <laughs> well, well, sitting next to you is another Arsenal fan who you've not met until today. We're in the, we're in the Hamilton Brewery, by the way, our old haunt. We love it here. Absolutely fantastic um, brewery. Really good selection of beers. Local one for Arsenal. Uh, next to you is another Arsenal fan, but I know him very well. My old mate, Matthew. How you, you've been on the pod before. Uh, a while ago now. How are you doing, Matthew? I am very good, Russell. Thank you. Yep. Nice to see you today. Yeah. Now, now you've you told me on a number of occasions you hate Brian because we keep getting results against you. Yeah. Is that going to keep happening, or is this going to be the day where you get a result at yours against us? I don't hate Brighton. I know. I, know. I hate I hate what you do impossible. against us. Yeah, it's impossible. I don't know. Some people I've met today. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what we'll do today. I think it's very difficult to predict nowadays. Sometimes we play well, sometimes we don't. I don't think we've been that good this season, to be perfectly honest. No, we're up there, but I don't think we've played as well oh, really? as we did last season. No, I think we're not as as uh, we're not as exciting to watch. We're not as clinical in our finishing. Um, defensively, we're probably better, but. I don't know. I think it can always go one way or the other. Um, particularly Brighton. So uh, I'm on the fence, to be honest, for today. Yeah. I mean, I've, it's one of those fixtures where whenever I come to this game, I've got absolutely no idea what's going to happen here. Because we like we like scoring goals. We like conceding them as well. We really really like doing that too. So anything can happen. 
But I said that at the Marseille game. I thought this is going to be 5 4 or something stupid. Both teams play the same way. Technically, we're better, so we should win. So I went 5 4 to us, and it's a 1 0 for the last minute goal. So you never know, do you, with football? Yeah. Uh, I always get the score on without fail. So I'm just going to throw in a three all draw. So that's the one thing you now know is not going to happen. I like that. I was, I was going to go with 2 2. Yeah, 2 2. 2 2. Yeah, I'll go 2 2, hoping it isn't 2 2. That's obviously. exactly it. I'm, trying to, I'm, I'm trying to put a jinx on it. You know, the reverse jinx. Yeah. Well, saying to Ahmed and Alison just now, we're in between two enormous fixtures for very different reasons. We had the Marseille game where we, we needed the win to, to win the group, to avoid that loss, uh, that, that extra playoff round, avoid another very unwanted pair of fixtures on a very busy schedule that we're getting used to for the first time. So that was a huge game, huge result for us. And we've got the little matter of our old friends Crystal Palace on Thursday. So in a weird way, the Arsenal game is the one where, not that we're not going to give respect to Arsenal, obviously, but where we can afford to probably take the hit on the basis that it's a game logically you probably would lose more often than not you'd rather win the Palace yeah exactly we can't lose to that lot so we uh, but also the timings of when those games are we might play a weakened team today not not ridiculously but we might we might rest two or three players that we would have preferred to play do you, do you think Deserby has that same mindset like he prefers the Palace game over I think it's more about the times of the games. I think the fact we've had that game on Thursday and it's too it's too too much of a challenging game just three days later. Well, two and three quarter days later. Two and a half days later. Um, so I, I think on that basis he might do. Not because um, he wouldn't want to win this match. Not because particularly about the Palace game itself. Just more about the timings. Um, it's obviously more logically we're more likely to get a result at Palace than at Arsenal on paper. Um, but um, who knows? Who knows? But, um, anyway, all, all good. Ha- Arsenal. So let's talk Arsenal a bit more. Do you think uh, you're going to win the title? Because City of Flaky, he's shaking his head already. That's that's the sign of a proper football fan. Uh, proper football fans never think they're going to win. You're you're not an entitled Arsenal fan, as the old adage really irritates you goes around. Oh, there we go. Exactly. <laughs> we we no, that, know what we what to expect. That's not how you pronounce the words Chelsea and Manchester United at all, is it? Or Man City now. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't know. I, I I would like us to be challenging for it to say we're going to win it. I, I think it could go one of probably four or five different ways at this point in the season. So let's wait and see. It's too early to call it. Yeah. And speaking of entitled, by the way, uh, Spurs fan I heard on a podcast the other day was talking about how they're long suffering. I think, yeah, exactly, because they nearly went out of business in the 90s, like Brighton. Uh, you know, so it's, yeah, that must have been tough for them being in the Premier League year after year. Uh, yes, they haven't won trophies, but neither have we. So, yeah, and we might win one before they do, though. I think, I think for Spurs, the, the thing is they live in our shadow. So that's the, where the suffering comes from. It's, it's that kind of like, Arsenal have done well over this that same period when they've won nothing. So, uh, yeah. Well, we're doing a preview podcast before the Paris game with, with some Palace fans so I'll put that to them and say well you're going to be in our shadow for many years to come now we've got you, you know you've got some... it will be in your shadow Brighton have it set up properly yeah. you've got a proper set we'll up building towards something but you're not Brighton could be challenging for the league title yeah. they're just jobbing around in the, in the division aren't they you're off Will yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheers. Um, see you we might be back here later um, yeah they don't have a plan no. they don't seem to have a plan whereas Brighton clearly do have a plan and I was saying I was saying before like 
there'll come a point where you, you won't need to sell these big players that other teams come sniffing around. And when you can when you can keep hold of those guys, you can keep hold of Evan Ferguson, you can keep hold of you know these these yeah. great players that you get from Peru and wherever, and that everyone else wants after, you'll have a team that can challenge for the title. Yeah, because so. yeah, we're gradually just inching our way up on that profile. Doing it right. And you, you get the Caicedos who irritatingly still got like dazzled by the lights. But bit by bit, we might avoid that. It might be down to luck with particular personalities we get in at some point here or two down the line. It's partly personality, but it's down to the manager to manage those personalities as well. And if, like, so something Arteta did at Arsenal, for example, is when he came in, he got rid of all of the kind of dead wood, basically. All the players that, that were there for the paycheck didn't really give a shit. Out the door, out they went. Ozil gone, Abamian gone. Didn't care, didn't matter who they were, they were gone. And I mean, I don't know, I don't think Deserbi is one to suffer fools either. So, yeah, I think you've got a good manager, you keep the good players, you keep challenging. You know. Yeah, we've already had that. It's brilliant when Casado, when it was more or less done. He's going, I've already forgotten him. I love that. From your manager. Yeah. 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 We're talking with, uh, with Andy, who we'll get on later on the pod, about managers you don't like, and he doesn't like Arteta. She had a nice little debate about that one. But all those managers that are driven and more outspoken and who are just obsessed with winning, that's what you want and that's what you need if you want to be successful. Pep's got that. Jürgen's got that. Um, Roberto's got that. Mikel's got that. Even people you don't like, like um, Jose Mourinho, have got that. They, they have, and Arsene Wenger had that as well. They're obsessed with football. Um, I've heard the same thing said about Roberto De Zerbi as Klopp as Arsene, Arsene Wenger, uh, that they're all utterly obsessed with football and watch a crazy amount of it. It's not a surprise, is it, really? I'm, I'm sure Mikel Arteta's the same as well. It must be. I imagine so. Incidentally, you have, of course, the, the glorious event of St. Totteringham's Day every year where you finish uh, above them. Not for a long time, but we did last season yeah, yeah. for the first time in a while. And, and it's great to see uh, any Arsenal fans listening. Yeah, we, we appreciate all that. We love it. Uh, but we've got one as well. We, I, I've coined it St. Nigel's Day because we've got this nickname called in Palace the Nigels. I don't know why it's a thing. It might be something to do with Millwall as well, but we call them the Nigels. So we call it St. Nigel's Day, which is a thing that's now going to be very regular, I think. I think it will be. So it's the day when you confirm to finish above your rivals, essentially. And that, that should probably happen around about, I'm going to estimate, around about February time. This year? Yeah. For, for who? For both, both of us? Both, yeah. Maybe both. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Tottenham have been... A little bit. Yeah, I'm being a bit unfair on Spurs. They have actually quite good. Palace have been pretty poor. Yeah. Do you know what you really want though is for that day to come on like the first week in August. Uh, you know, to have that. <laughs> mathematically impossible, of course. No, but that's absolutely know. possible. Oh, yeah. They get relegated. Oh yeah, relegation. <laughs> points deduction. Yeah. You could have some Man City's day, couldn't we soon? Oh, <laughs> but. Uh, I'd hope so. That's what that's that's all about. Uh, And, you know, Ange Postacoglu, to quote himself, would have to uh, cob for it, mate. He would. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of good blokes around. I do quite like him, actually. He's quite (laughs) a nice guy. Anyway, that's enough of that. We're going to head off soon. I've got the feeling everyone's leaving, so we better... We better... We don't get off. All right, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, yeah. 
See you later, guys. So, yeah, so that's it for now. We're hoping we'll meet afterwards. Now, I don't want to be accusatory here, but on one or two, one or two occasions, we were supposed to meet afterwards, and yeah. you, you did disappear. Well, Russell, <laughs> I, I, have, I have two young children at home. It's, yeah, uh, nothing to do with the result at all. <laughs> no, of course not. You know, I'm, I'm bigger than that. <laughs> Look, we'll, we'll meet either way, won't we, today? To be honest with you, you're, I've got right. a feeling you probably either will want to or wouldn't mind meeting. I've got a feeling it's going to be one of those. Ugh. We'll see, we'll see. Have you got a score prediction? I said 2-2. Two, two oh, you said 2-2, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. Oh. Try and put a reverse. The reverse hoodoo would be 2-0 yeah. Brighton, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, reverse hoodoo. We'll go 2-0 Brighton. Let's see. Uh, let's the let's only see thing I can guarantee is it's not going to be 3 all because <laughs> I said that. I never, ever get the score right. It's quite uncanny, really. I should win some money on a bet like that. One time I did an accumulator yeah, bet. not going to be this score. No. Yeah. I did an accumulator bet on ten teams, and I got, uh, I think I got nine of them wrong. I think I should win some money for that, surely. It's that bad. It's good, isn't it? Anyway, that's enough of that. So, to the game. Cheers, mate. Cheers. And we're not singing about the referee. It's the guy leading the ultras mode. <laughs> How are you liking this? Three minutes in? Yeah, they're pressing us a little all, bit harder. All over the yeah, moment, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great atmosphere, though. No, we'll win, we'll win, we'll win. And we're taking a piss out of the ultras. And where is Andy? Where is Andy? Foodie Andy should be here. Donkey has just done this requisite chest scenario again. So absolute aplomb. Under huge pressure, right in front of his goal. Marvellous. And then Ferguson's been fouled, but unlike every other decision that the ref has given for fouls, oh, here we go again. he hasn't this time because it's a Brighton player. <laughs> Andy, discuss. <laughs> to be fair, he's got those wrong, hasn't he? I'm laughing at you. <laughs> well, it's at 31 minutes for this today. That's not bad. <laughs> so we've reached half time. It's nil nil. It's been all Arsenal pretty much in this match. Uh, Veltman's had to go off injured. Hinchelwood's come on quite early in the half and has done exceptionally well, I think. Uh, Andy, what's your take on the half? Well, my take on the half is that I was actually substituted on quite early in the game because of the ridiculous electronic ticketing process and my technological incompetence. So I only got in after about 15 minutes. Um, and standing outside the stadium, it sounded like uh, Arsenal were all over us at that particular point in time. Uh, and in the 35-odd minutes, because there's been five minutes of uh, extra time added on, uh, we've barely been in their half. Uh, but they haven't really created too many opportunities. Uh, they've been in some really promising positions, but we've, we've kind of dealt with them pretty well. Um, we, we look tired. I'm glad Lalana started. I want Lalana to come off at half-time because he's done absolutely nothing. Uh, you know, their, their press, their organisation is really, really good. And the way that they play is effectively... Havertz and uh, especially Odegaard get on the ball and they play it out wide t 
to uh, Saka and Martinelli, Mount Martinelli, and that's how they create their goals. Uh, and our two fullbacks don't look great at the moment. So I don't know. We're we're hoping to actually create the odd opportunity and hoping again that it falls to Fergie um, yeah. and he puts it in the back of the net and then we can just frustrate them but uh, yeah uh, we're at half time it's nil nil I would say that I'm not terribly optimistic about the second half yeah Arsenal are looking more the size that they were last season than they are this season but they look a bit more savvy and experienced and they look a bit more threatening yeah. as you said yeah. they've got in promising positions they haven't quite been able to capitalise but you're right with their what their strategies are they're, they're a big threat from out Midland, wide look, there we go it's just come up the screen Arsenal 15 shots to our zero they've only had three on target and two three, of those three, powder puff yeah, three corners to our zero which should be two um, <laughs> they've anyway. actually committed more fouls than us yeah. Um, so and a yellow card. There you go. And when I, you know, the the thing that I might have added earlier is, yet despite all that, we're going at half time nil nil, and Serbi will work. You know, he could well work things out to make things a little bit better at half time. I, I mean, I, I was saying, um, Jab, uh, um, Lalana should come off. I think Jab Pedro should come on. Yeah. You look at our bench. It looks really, really strong. So uh, it, things could be much better in the second half, basically. And alternately, we could bring on Buenonote, who has been feeling his way nicely into his more preferred role of uh, number 10. Yeah, That's yeah. another option. Yeah, uh, it is. It depends on whether they want to bring Adingra off at some point and put Joao out wide, yeah. where he did quite well on Thursday. Yeah, no, I, I, I would quite like to see Joao Pedro play out wide. I'm, I'm not so sure necessarily I'd want Buenonote on. I thought Buenonote was great on Thursday. All of a sudden, he's looking a little bit more physical, but yep. that's the process. And that's his, what you his, said of Billy his, Gilmore yeah. as well. He, yeah, that's true. Um, uh, so, uh, Bonanotte, it's a process. He's not quite there yet. I'd quite, quite like to see Moda come on and play in the attacking midfield role. Um, yeah. But, yeah. But we've got Welbeck now, so... We, we can actually start rotating um, the forwards. Um, and Russell and I have just been talking about the fact that the fixture congestion begins to ease off after today. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah. The, fact, the fact that Welbeck's on the bench is, you know, r- really quite positive. Yeah, we've got the four days till Palace and then we've got something like ten or uh, well, eight, eight days or something like that, nine days until the... Uh, till the next game and and the other thing we were talking about it's way too early to to say anything definitively about it yeah but we, we were saying off air Pascal Gross is there really an argument for anyone else's player of the season players like Van Hecker have been exceptional obviously Schwell has in terms of his goal scoring and influence on games but Pascal Gross has been brilliant and today he's been covering really nicely uh, in those deeper positions as he's had to do against this side particularly on the right side since Hinchelwood came on uh, but even covering on the left when there was a threat down that side, he just seems to be everywhere as the guy next to me said. He, uh, he's the machine, the Kaiser. He, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's been so good this season. And as Russell says, it, it shouldn't be a conversation. I have absolutely no idea why people think that anyone else could be our player of the season other than Pascal. Look at his goals, look at his assists. Look at his work rate. Look at his game intelligence. Yeah. Look, Reading of the game. Look, 
look, look at the number of touches that he gets through in the game. Look at the number of forward progressive passes. Uh, it, the, the guy's just utterly extraordinary. And he's an engine. He's a machine as well, isn't he? He yeah. just keeps going. Yeah. 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 And the, the good news about him, he's never had any pace. He's had a little bit like me when I ran. He's had <laughs> negative pace. But that means that he could extend his career quite easily because, as Russell just said, his engine is absolutely extraordinary. It's the C6 Steve quote again, isn't it? Um, I started out with nothing and I've still got most of it left. That's him with his pace. Yeah. Um, well, as you said, nil-nil half-time, we're still in the game. And when we've got a potent force like Evan Ferguson, who, even if, when he's a bit jaded the last few weeks, probably carrying some ailments, he's still capable, as we saw in the Marseille game, of popping out of nowhere and putting a dangerous shot on target or thereabouts. We only need one of those yeah, if we can keep exactly. it at, uh, level at the other end. You know, if we can create a de- decent opportunity and it falls to Ferguson, then all of a sudden my, my earlier expressed pessimism lifts. Because yeah. if, if he, he is one of the best goal scorers um, that you will see in Premier League history. Yeah. I think, and we're trying. And to... that's you know that's a, that's an incredibly bold state, yeah. statement to say about someone just turned nineteen. But look at that goal he scored against Forest, for instance. Yeah, I mean, uh, and uh, look at what other people are saying. Yeah. Yeah. All the key pundits, Matthew, who we on, on the podcast earlier as an Arsenal fan, was quick and keen yeah. to point out how much he rates yeah. Ferguson. He said he's the best striker in the league at yeah. the moment, barring well, a couple of obvious exceptions. Yeah. Um, he isn't the best striker in the league at the moment. Um, no, but, but he's, he's uh, you know, a fresh young striker, I think, yeah. was what he said, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Although in, in CISO, probably rivals him on that front. Yeah, there's a guy up yeah. looking ahead while we're chatting. There's someone with CISO on the back of their 2023-2024 top. Yeah. I, I think, OK, he probably got that on there before the injury, but a bit of an unlucky choice. Yeah. We're yet to see him. But when yeah. he comes back, and when yeah. others do, yeah. are we going to be on a roll here? Him and Purvis. They're the players that we need back, really. They make a big, big difference, don't they? If if Fatty comes back as well, that would be great. If if you look Um, at the best of last season, they were at the heart of most... After Trossard left, they were the two that were really shining alone, weren't they? As the two key figures. And they got star appeal. They got star quality and swagger. And we're missing them. And yet, here we are, eighth in the table. Or at least at the beginning of the weekend. Um... Yeah. And, and still and, in this game. And as we say earlier, our, our bench all of a sudden looks really, really strong. Yeah. We've got options. Yeah. Cheers, Andy. On to the second half. Yeah. Andy, we saw three subs warming up and we predicted quite correctly what they were going to be. Buenanote for Lalana, Igor for James Milner and uh, Joao Pedro in for... Yeah, so... Uh, so, so essentially what we thought, uh, we need to shake things up because we're 1-0 down, conceded after about 54 minutes. Uh, we've had a couple of attacks since. Uh, still in the game, but we've got to get back on track, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I did say at half-time that I was pretty pessimistic. I was, I was a little bit surprised that we didn't make a change at half-time. But, uh, you know, th- these players that have come on have got 30 minutes to, to really blast it. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that I'm quite confident about is that there'll be at least one more goal in this game. Yeah. 
And we do have that record of scoring and conceding over and over again. Yeah. Let's hope if it is only one goal, it's ours. But it's going to be tough to, to break them down. No, I mean, they're, they're so well organised. Their press yeah. is absolutely brilliant. It is, isn't it? It is. And that, as I say to you off air, was one of the telling differences compared with last season. I didn't feel it was that effective as it is this year. As we head the ball away again, still having to defend, coming up to the 62 minute mark. So substitution, Welbeck is on for Adingra, but it looks like when anote has gone on the right. So Joao playing as a 10 and Welbeck out up front, I guess. But I would have put Joao on the right and kept one Anote in the middle. Anyway, we'll see what happens. 79 minutes gone, still 1-0. Mainly been all Arsenal again, aren't they, hasn't it? They've been absolutely all over us. Yeah, I mean, it's, at the moment, it's a 1-0 massacre. Uh, they've had so many opportunities. Don't think we've had a shot and goal yet. No. And it's, yeah, it could easily and probably should easily have been at least 3-0 here. And while well, it's 1-0, you yeah. never know. But yeah. it's... This will be a smash and grab if we get something. But at the moment, they're on the attack again, just coming into the penalty area. 79 Martinez. minutes. Yeah. And... It's cleared, cleared again. And I, I did have Grosh's man on the match, but I think Donkey has probably superseded yeah. that in the last 15, 20 minutes. Although, uh, Gabriel Jesus has just turned in like... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make... Turned attack for the doesn't, defense, yeah, <laughs> doesn't make Dunk's performance bad. Yeah. No, no, no. Jesus has been very good. Arsenal have been very good in general. And let's see what happens. Just over 10 I mean, I mean, they're, uh, we're attacking the end where we're stood. And uh, we've gotten the penalty area once, I think. Yeah. Uh, Mishima decided to fall over at the easiest yeah. opportunity. He does that too often. Yeah. Attracting some booze from the home fans. Again, I don't think we've had a... We, we've even had a shot, let alone one goal. Not that I can remember, no. And to my other side, to Andy. Uh, I'm next to my new acquaintance. We're just waiting for this sub noise to uh, finish. Um, my new acquaintance, my right, at the game here today. State your name, sir. It's Darren from Burgess Hill. Excellent. Well, Darren, what do you think of the season and what do you think of this game? I think the season's been fantastic. I'm perfectly happy with how we're doing given we're in Europe, did really well. Yep. Um, struggling yep. with injuries to be where we are is yep. perfectly okay as far as I'm concerned. Today, second best, quite simply, after we've been a little bit too good for us. We yep. look a little bit jaded and probably getting what we deserve at the moment but yep. there's always always that chance we get one chance. That's true. And we're saying off air, we take a hit in this game because it's a free hit game as they say. Exactly. It's right in the middle of two crucial matches, one for rivalry reasons uh, the, the earlier one being obviously the Marseille game so it's not the end of the world is it really I mean not many teams are getting anything other than a, uh, a zero points in this game we're on the attack though oh I thought we scored what timing that would have been ball is ball into the box Pascal Gross sliding in just wide just wide oh we're going to have to keep talking if this keeps happening. <laughs> and Darren, where do you think we're going to finish the season? I'd be happy with anywhere up top half. Where we are now would be great, wouldn't it? Eight, eight nine, ten, something yeah. like that. It's fine. Fantastic. Give us a good cup run either in Europe or the FA Cup or both. Yeah, I brilliant. Think that's a decent season. 
Superb stuff and well, uh, have, enjoy the rest of the game. Let's hope yeah. we can really enjoy it. Yeah. Safe trip back to Burgess Hill and good to have you on. Yeah. Okay, so the post-match then. Duchess of Kent, with a load of Arsenal fans, including my mate Matthew, who we were talking to before the pod. I suppose you're pretty pleased with your reverse jinx working them. I think it worked out very well, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> two to Brighton, two to Arsenal. It worked yeah. perfectly. Nice. Exactly yeah. what I hoped would happen. Thank you to the forces of the universe for making this uh, true. <laughs> right, well, here's my analysis of the game. 2-0 flat at us. Um, I think we yeah. it could have been more, should have been more. Yeah, should have been. I mean, I I'm not, don't suppose you're going to disagree with that, but no. what, what do you make of the game overall? Talk uh, you through. I, I thought it was a typical Arsenal performance, to be honest. We yeah. controlled a lot of the game and couldn't, couldn't finish. That was a, a big part of it. Yeah. Um, and that was, that's what our season's been, but uh, we, got, we got the result in the end. So yeah. that's, that's to me, looking at, compared with last season, I mean, obviously we had a really good game last season, you were off it. Um, but I think just the difference, apart from the obvious thing of the result, was I just thought you, you looked more, there's more swagger to the play. It looked like you were more inhabiting what you were doing than last season. You were into it, obviously. You know, that's Declan Rice. Declan Rice, that's, yeah. 100%, that's where that comes from. Yeah. He, he is 100% swagger. He, he is great sign. He is phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. He's made the biggest difference to, yeah. to the way we play and what we do. Yeah. So it's, and it's yeah. another few months in since we played you where you've. Um, you settle more and more into your stride. You get more and more used to our, the way Arteta wants to play it. And it shows. And the high press was really effective. You weren't really doing that, certainly not to that degree last season. That's another difference. Um, so lots of good good stuff in there, I think. Yeah, I think generally generally played well. Um, I, I deserved the, deserve the win, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, Brighton, it wasn't the usual Brighton that turned up yeah. today it didn't really have much to show we didn't really get, get into it did we no not really not at all hardly had any shots till late on no but, smash and grab it. but as we weren't scoring I was saying to Matt when we were one up you know I don't think you'd had a chance but I said to Matt all it takes is one all it takes yeah. is one chance and then that's yeah. and that could be the game you know? and you're so, thinking about how the recent results between the sides have gone at the Emirates and you can't help but start thinking no, no and then you again. almost had that chance as yeah. well and you didn't finish it thankfully Pascal Gross yeah yeah yeah. So happy days for you guys, and I think uh, that really puts you right in the mix there for the title. I know um, no one's going to say, "Yeah, we'll win it" at this stage. You're too, you're too mixed up in um, anxiety about jinxing it the wrong way. Yes. For that, for that kind of thing. <laughs> so I'm not even going to ask you if you're going to win it or not, because no. you're, you're going to be cagey in well, response. Now we'll finish bottom. Is what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> ah, you're yeah. trying to the exact opposite. Yeah, thing again. That's yeah I like that. Nice. <laughs> So in that case, we're going to finish fourth yeah. bottom. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just ahead of Man United and Tottenham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just <laughs> you, behind them. Just yeah. behind oh, them. Oh, yeah, sorry, he's behind <laughs> them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, I didn't stay with the project, did I? <laughs> anyway, yeah, finishing ahead of Spurs would be good. I think everyone would be happy with that one. Um, anyway, yeah, so good luck for the rest of the season. We might have another chat with some of your other mates in a minute. But, uh, yeah, any, any other words on the game or any other thoughts? That's pretty much it, huh? That's pretty much it. I think it was a fairly one-dimensional game. There wasn't much, much yeah. going on really, was yeah. there? Apart from yeah, yeah, we just need to. Well, we're, I think we were saying before the game, we're just getting through yeah. a period where we've got an intense. I, honestly, schedule. I think defensively you did very, very well. Actually, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a few players. Uh, Van Hick, Van Hick, Duncan. Yeah, it's very good. So solid. Loads very, of good blocks. Hinchelwood's a good young player as yeah. well, and he came on for uh, Inja Veltman. Um, 
but yeah, yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, we can take credit from that at least. But as I said before the game, we take a hit on this result. Uh, if we can beat Marseille, which we've already done, and if we can beat Palace on Thursday, which yeah, is all we care about. Good luck. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers, man. <laughs> Peter, we're in the pub. We're watching Arsenal fans cheering on Man United. Yes, cheering on Man United uh, in a game against Liverpool. It's nil-nil, which would benefit Arsenal, obviously. And it's the final whistle. It is nil-nil. They're happy, are they? They certainly seem to be. Let, let them enjoy this moment. Uh, they're doing all right this season, aren't they? They are. I mean, uh, it's quite sad to be supporting Man U, which is like quite disturbing anyone. I mean, that's... That's selling your soul to the devil, isn't it? Yeah, especially seeing they hated him for so many years. Like, yeah, but yeah. let's not let's not let's not judge them on that. Oh, let's judge them. Let's go. On. Oh no, I am judging them. I'm just saying let's I'm not, them, but yeah. I mean I'm judging them. Now. Anyway, uh, that's that for now, right? So we're in the Duchess of Kent, aren't we? Post match, I'm with uh, my mate Matthew's mates. Matt, this is gonna be confusing. So my mate Matthew has a mate called Matthew. And he is married to your sister, Matteo. Yeah. <laughs> Which, of course, is Italian for Matthew. Nice to meet you guys. How are you doing this? It's quite noisy at the moment. And that's because Liverpool have just failed to beat Man United, which means Arsenal are clear at the top. How are you feeling? Very good. We get a draw at Anfield next week. We're top of the table, going into the new year. It's, yeah, today was important. Yeah. Right in our bogey team. So it's first time beating Brighton in four yeah. years at home. Pretty important. And then seeing Liverpool draw against Man United. Now we've got to keep it going, really. We it's have We have got the better of you, haven't we, recently? Yeah, so I, I, knew that, I knew this was coming back. It was going to come back to order sometime. Oh, without a doubt. You've been on bogey team. The last couple of years, last year, trying to go for the title. The year before that, going for, going for Europe. Brighton beat us. But now we'll see... Yeah, today was an important win at home to Brighton and then seeing Liverpool just draw now, fantastic. Absolutely. The Matthew thing is very confusing. So, <laughs> so there's Matthew Mattioli, who clearly has yeah. an Italian name, yeah. but his first name is Matthew, is. very un-Italian. Your name is basically the same name, Matteo. Yeah, yeah. And you're married... Uh, sorry, no, your I'm sister not, is... married to Matt. Is married, yeah, is married to Matt. And I'm Marco, who's also Italian. Oh, you're, you're Marco, I'm not Matteo. No, Matteo is that guy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's Matteo. He's my cousin. Yes. He's right. Boy, yeah. Gotcha. So we've got a Marco and Matteo, a Matthew who effectively is a yeah. Matteo, and then a Matthew who's married to an Italian. Exactly that. <laughs> it's not confusing, yeah, yeah. folks. Northwest Southern Italians. That's, that's what it is for you. <laughs> how, do you, how do you see the season going? Do you reckon you could do it? It depends, it depends on, really, it depends on the Champions I actually still think we've got more chance to win the Champions League than we do the league. So yeah. I still think Liverpool and Liverpool, City will turn up at some point. There's less games involved to yeah. win the Champions League. Yeah, exactly. And, and you're one of, one of the best teams in, in the Europe, tournament. On our day, we can beat anybody in Europe. Yeah. We can also lose to anybody in the Premier League. Yeah. And we've shown that this season. Now we've drawn out in the Fulham, a couple, couple of away losses. But the Premier League's quite open this year compared to last yeah. year. You've got Liverpool and City both in the title race. Villa, Villa won't last the pace, but they're a tough side to beat. We saw that last week, they beat us 1-0, yeah. solid. Yeah. So you can never take a point for right in the Premier League. Whereas in yeah. Europe, we've been quite dominant in our group yeah. stage. You fear Real Madrid, you fear Bayern Munich, and you fear City. But there's, 
it's like us with the Europa League. We're playing Ajax. You've got to fear Ajax because of the yeah, name. Of course, yeah, yeah. But actually, they're not a very good team. No, no, Marseille, we feared them. Yeah. Okay, they had four games wins in a row yeah, yeah. when we played them recently, but they're struggling in the season. Oh, yeah. have, it's all in context. Have a look at that. Turn around, have a look at that. Arsenal are top. In case anyone wondered, we just had a look at the league table, and it seems Arsenal are top. We got top of the league for now we got, Christmas. Now we got the real Matteo as well. Matteo, you've beaten our boys today, two 0 Should have been more. You've now looked at Liverpool failing to beat Man United, their arch rivals. You've got to be delighted with that, haven't you? Can they do it this season? Very pleased, but it's a long way to go. I know. A long way to go. That's the right answer. And, and, and you know, Brian, I've, I've, I've been at the Emirates three times, won three times, yeah. hanging on now with injuries. Like, it's yeah. it's taking its toll. So, look, a good win, deserved win. It should have been more. Yeah, agreed. You can't take too many conclusions from today. Yeah, no, exactly. no, no way. Or indeed any individual game. No, it's about no. the whole season. Exactly. And we're right. still in the first half, aren't we? We're all said and done. That's well, it. thereabouts. We've still not hit top gear. That's the only thing I'll say. Yeah. We, we're not hit top gear. Could it be us? Well, City are falling down. Liverpool. <laughs> the big, the, the big grumble. But but they always come back. They always come back. March March time onwards. It just the question. The always the question with Man City is, yeah. how how long a winning streak do they need to go on to win the league? And then you look at their fixtures and you think, well, they could do it. Yeah. So if it has to be seventeen, well, that's there's only two clubs who aren't in that winning streak, but they could do it because you can think they, on any given day they'll beat anyone in the league. Yeah. So for for the other challenges, next week's massive. Arsenal Liverpool next weekend is an enormous game. Oh, huge, huge game. Enormous game. If there's a decisive result in that one, particularly for you guys being a point ahead, that could that could sway it. If Arsenal, Who knows? I think I think if Arsenal can get a result at, at Anfield, uh, a win that is, look, that that means more than the three points because yeah. we've not won there in so long. And if we if we can go there and we can win. And, and then go whatever it is four points clear yeah. that, that is enormous and yeah. I think, I think that, that's the belief that the players need yeah. the same way that earlier in the season they needed to beat Man City at home if we beat Liverpool away you know yeah. then, it, then, uh, then I think really if you're an Arsenal fan you have to say it's ours to lose yeah. and at that point all the pressure goes on the players and the manager at that point fascinating title race quick word about us as well what, what, obviously not today we weren't on it today what have you made of us over the season, though, and last season too? The Bright, Brighton continued to show that 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 remarkable. It's, it's a miracle still what's going on at Brighton, where you lose Kaiseido, you lose. I'd say Trossard. I think a lot of Brighton fans would say he wasn't that much of a miss, but no, he's, you, he's a good player. You lose a lot of players, and you continue to play at a high level. It's credit to the system. It's credit to Deserby. Yeah. And look. There's no club in the in the Premier League who wouldn't wish Brian all the best in terms of Europa League and and, and, and all else. Apart from Palace, obviously. <laughs> maybe maybe Palace, but I even think yeah. you know, pa- 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 Palace have, have had their moment in the sun. They drew with Man City this weekend, and that's about as good as it will get for them this season. I like that comment. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, thanks a lot. Yeah, brilliant. And we're hoping to carry on doing what we're doing. You carry on doing what you're doing and you might win the league. It's very possible. What do you think? Europa League? Is it on? For us, I reckon so. I think we can win it. Why not? Why not? There's not many teams better. We've got Liverpool. We've got a couple of teams who could, who could match us, could do better than us. But on a, on a one-off basis, we could do it. Just as you, the same with you with the title. Nothing's guaranteed that you could win it. You're, you're in pole position. It's a matter of can you keep there? Can you ride through whatever uh, whatever comes up in the meantime? I think if, the Liverpool game next week is massive for that. Yeah, it is a massive game, isn't it? Lose that, and it would feel like you've lost a key ground. Win that, doesn't guarantee anything, but it would feel like you're keeping pole position. For sure. Keep winning the big games. For sure. Yeah, yeah. And don't worry about Villa, because everyone's losing a bloody Villa. My God, they're good at home. They could. Uh, Wemery's a good manager. Yeah. No, no one's ever doubted that, and I think a lot of Arsenal fans wouldn't have doubted that either. It's the wrong time, wasn't it? Wrong, wrong, wrong team at the wrong time. Yeah. 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 There we go. Matteo, it's been a pleasure, sir. Cheers. Take care. <laughs> and we move over to a couple of other Gooners. In fact, it might be three. We'll see if you want to come on as well in a minute. Uh, we got John, and we got Matt Moore. Matt, Matt is one of the other Matts. There's a very confusing number of Matts and Matteos that I've had on the pod already. This is a long story already, but we'll come to you in a moment, Matt. But first to you, John. Good lad and uh, a true Arsenal fan. How are you enjoying this season? Well, it's very good so far. I think, I think this year we've got more control than we did over games last year. So last year was probably a bit more exciting in terms of we scoring more goals earlier on and then it's like... Over time, we, you know, over, over the games, we're kind of like seeing them out. Whereas this year, we're, kind of, we're probably scoring later on, like today, against your boys. I was a bit worried because uh, I said to the, some of the boys earlier on, you beat us the last three times I've been to watch Brighton. Like, you've had some good days, haven't you, against us? Yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. Very good days. And there's that old bogey thing, isn't there? You bit, could dominate the game. You're one up, we have one yeah, shot, it goes in. Yeah, definitely. You must have been thinking I thought, that. I thought, well, I, know, the end. I thought you were, you looked tired tonight. Were you tired yeah. today? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You're right on, right I was, on I was glad when I looked at the uh, Europa League table in the week, when I saw you hadn't qualified top. Because you had, had to win. You had to win. Because yeah. we were in that position last year, yeah. and we had to play PS3, and we won 1-0. Yeah. But I remember at the end, we were all nervous, because that extra yeah. game, you don't want to extra And we've got Palace on Thursday. Wow. So we were always going to... So what's the bigger game? Arsenal exactly. It's, well, it's a case of... Well, we, we could play well, put a full strength out, and still lose well, did here. He, did he rest play today, though? Joel? No, no. Well, Joel was, yeah, on the bench, so he would have started if it was Palace. Yeah, I think... Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... I, I would say that's a big win for us. And yeah. without wanting to kind of bring it up to your listeners, I feel more confident about us winning the league after beating you than I do after Man City because we never beat you own. It's ah, bogey. I like, like that. Like, Keep talking, John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man City is... Man City's Man City, innit? Yeah. But you always do beat us own. Yeah. And so it feels, like, what, why, it feels like one of those things which yeah. we have to do for one of the league. Yeah. Like, got to bring Brian home. Yeah. And we've done it today. And yeah. I know you look tired, but it's it good yeah. Yeah. good yeah. Matt, would you go along with that? My old mate, Matt Moore. Matt, Matt, welcome to the pod. Your debut on the podcast. Uh, are you feeling pretty nice about this game? I suppose you are. Of course I am, mate. <laughs> That's what we love about you, that laugh. Everyone loves that laugh, don't they? 
<laughs> it's just trademark. It was it was like John said, you lot look tired, but you were good yeah. otherwise. I think you're a proper team. You're a proper team. Yeah. But... Still defensively good, weren't oh, we? Made it hard. Bodies everywhere. Yeah. Every time I had a shot, it was fucking annoying. Lewis Dunk, who, who according to Gareth Southgate, is shitter than Michael Keane and Tyrone Mings and Tarkovsky. And if so someone much talent here. So much talent here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we, we, we're good in defence, yeah. And ironically, that's the first time, I don't know if you know this, that's the first time in 33 games that we haven't scored a Premier League goal. Really? And the irony is, last time we kept a clean sheet was against you guys last season. Yeah, you were fucking blinding that day. Yeah, yeah. You play us like a fiddle that day. Stats all over the bloody oh, place. I, yeah, I don't know what to do with them, Russ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's always great. We had a good old chat offline, yeah. and it's great to catch up with you. Wonderful guy. Great, great fan of Arsenal as well. I wish you the best, mate, for the season, yeah. Do you want to have a word as well? State your name for the record. I won't say no. Yeah. What's your name, mate? Charlie. Charlie. So, Charlie, what do you make of the season? What do you make of the game? And are you going to win the title? Uh, I think it's way too early for that. Way too early for that. Good answer. Um, you, don't want to, you don't want to screw yourself over with an early prediction. <laughs> You're on air now. I mean, to be honest, like, you know, it's great to, for us to kind of turn around the, the errors from last season. Yeah. You know, we were so... We were so close last season, and you know the Brighton game at home, three 0 It literally just, yeah. literally killed everything. No so, one saw that coming. Yeah, maybe a result I mean, for us, know, but not. Don't, don't get me wrong. I was there that day, and Brighton were well worthy of that win. We we yeah. controlled the game to an extent, but then yeah. that, you know, the goals that you scored on the on the counter attack, you know, I mean, players like Caicedo yeah. really showed their class that day, yeah. and I think, you know. For us today, it was uh, really important that we kind of turned it around. Yeah. And I think, I think, you know, we were, we, again, we were at danger, you know, in, in a position whereby we nearly lost it. Uh, I think you guys hit the side net in when it was one, one nil. Yeah, yeah. Could, you know, if you had scored then, it might have changed the game. But at the same time, we've kind of learned from those mistakes and kind of went on and scored that second. Whereas last season, you guys fully deserved it. And that, that was the end of our title challenge. So, I mean, it's great for us, you know, as an Arsenal fan, to turn it around yeah. and go on and push on for that win. Playing that, that, that bogey match, the emirates arsenal Brighton game, yeah. earlier in the season might have helped you. Because we normally play it right near the end, don't right. we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you missed out on the Champions League because of, yeah. of a draw, I yeah. remember, yeah. a year or two before that yeah. as well. Yeah. So I could see how much... Uh, we, we spoke to Matthew Mattioli earlier on. He, he said, I don't hate Arsenal, but I don't hate Brighton, but I hate everything about the Brighton game because we keep bloody getting done by you. At last, you haven't done, you haven't been, but it's earlier in the season, yeah. And ironically, we're quite tired now. Yeah. You would think that would be an end of season thing, but it, we, we, we've had a lot of injuries, a lot of tiredness, all that sort of stuff. That's true of a few teams, but in the end, I think. You deserve to win by by far, yeah. and I think you're a good bet for the title this season. Long way to go, long yeah. way to go. But I mean, it's, it, it was an interesting stat by saying, uh, what was it? The last clean sheet that you guys had was against you guys. Yeah, 
that, that match of yeah. all games. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the first time today, that's the first time in 33 games that we haven't scored wow. in the Premier League yeah. as well. So yeah. another interesting stat, but yeah. there we go. Right, Charlie, thank you for chatting to us. This is it from the Duchess of Kent, isn't it? I'm in the right, that's the name of the pub. Liverpool yeah. Road. <laughs> in Islington. We had a great old time. I don't care about the result because as long as we beat Marseille and as long as we beat Palace, I don't care. You don't mind us beating Palace on Good luck Thursday. for the rest of the season. Thank you very much. Same to you, sir. Cheers. Yeah, he was pretty so, today. I am now walking, <laughs> I'm now walking away from the pub with Peter and his dad, David. And uh, good old chat there. Very noisy, very noisy in there. But uh, ah, what the hell about the game? It's all about the next match. And it's the third of three games in a row against teams with Arsenal in their name. We played Marseille. You've stolen my line. We played Arsenal and we're now playing Palace. Peter, it's your joke, the last you bit. You stole my line, yeah. I, the last bit is your bit, yeah. It's two, it's two teams. I'm still intrigued who the random person was who picked up the stat of two in a row, to be honest. Yeah, I, I don't know. Someone has far too much time and Coming eclectic crap, thoughts literally. on his hands, yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we're walking up literally for... literally sat on his arse doing nothing, apparently. We're walking up for a bit of food and drink. Final thoughts about the game, Peter. Uh, yeah, we didn't deserve anything from the game. We, yep. were, we were poor. We didn't really. We didn't really. We looked like a team who'd put everything into Thursday and didn't really have enough to give. Um, the frustrations for me are we considered a really soft first goal, but Brooklyn gave it away poorly to get the corner, and then he didn't deal with that well with the, head, the set piece. But Herm Hecker headed it straight on, and haters was unmarked. And then the fact that we missed an absolute sitter at one nil. He should have scored. Yeah. I mean, if I, if I see it again and, and from the other angle, it's a bit less of a sitter, fair enough. But of all the players you want to take that chance, Pascal would be the absolute one that you would expect to. Second goal was fine. We, we, we were pushing forward and they caught us on the break. But yeah, first goal was really soft and it was... Yeah. Should never, I mean, Arsenal aren't a particularly strong team from set pieces, I don't think. And we, we gifted them a goal. Yeah. Having fought so hard to stay nil-nil. It's um, frustrating, wasn't it? Because yeah, we I have think, been defending really well. I think Dunk yeah. had an excellent I, I game. Van Hecker had they, an excellent game. anything, probably quite profligate as well. I mean, they should have been three up by the, by the hour mark when they were nil-nil still, or by 55 minutes, whatever else so they scored their first goal. We just, you know, the fact they didn't really test for Bruggen until quite late on, they only headed straight at him or shot straight at him, was probably a sign of why they may not win the title to me, to be honest. If I'm being honest, I mean, they, they, I was even talking to one of the mats walking up and he was saying they need a striker. One of the mats? A, There's yeah. millions of mats around here. Yeah, uh, and he was saying they need a striker as well. They need an actual predatory striker. Hayes was never that a city. He had Aguero ahead of him if he played generally. So, But yeah, I mean, fair play. Arsenal deserved to win, no question about it. We were, we were really poor. But I think it was just a hangover from, from Thursday with yeah. such a... A massive night and such an emotional night, and, and yeah, they given all give and losing Veltman as well was a huge blow. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's the bigger issue, and that's not to blame Hinchelwood because Hinchelwood played really well, I thought, when he came on. But well, it's just the loss of another yeah, member of personnel, exactly. isn't it? Especially a fullback. We haven't exactly got any of those. Left. Not too many, you know. <laughs> well, actually, our, if he is out, Thursday, our, all our actual fullbacks will be injured. We'll yeah. only be playing like a either a youngster or a player who's 37 at fullback, or yeah. So, uh, oh. I'm not sure we should have gone, but we're walking now. We're now walking. We're going to commit one <laughs> Crossing the roads on the way. We've got run over live on a podcast. How'd that work? <laughs> that could have um, been good, couldn't it? Yeah. We've got a... more listeners. Yeah. People going, thank God they're dead. This is the moment they died. <laughs> crossing the road, 
in, in uh, Lower Islington, Upper Islington, something like that. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so well, um, yeah, I thought we were. We didn't. We didn't have anything in, in the tank. Oh, we would have scored that goal nine times out of hundred, but he. But he, he missed because he was knackered and because he was struggling, obviously. We'd, we'd, we'd take it for the win against Marseille and if we can win against yeah. Palace, wouldn't we? Even a draw at Palace, to be honest. I mean, we don't lose them. We've, we, don't, we, don't, we keep our distance from them. I'd, we're, we're just fighting until January. We can get a few more players in and get a bit of a break as well. Because, I mean, to be honest, Deserve has done incredibly with the squad we've got, the depth we've got. You look at what happened to Newcastle midweek and the way they completely collapsed in the last half hour, he's hit all his changes, which have been questioned by a lot of people, have been down to getting us not doing that. And we, and in the last half hour against Marseille, we really like f- pushed forward and really gave it a go and got the goal. And that's because De Zerbi's been changing our team rather than you know, leaving the same 11 out for like five games in a row, which is what Eddie Howe's been doing. Yeah, I mean, um, Eddie Howe's roosters are coming home to roost, aren't they? What do you mean, Beheddy Howe, actually? Yeah. Beheddy Howe, yeah. Because his, he's, his he's, friends call them. I mean, if you remember when Eddie Howe was manager of Bournemouth, and they got promoted ahead of us, and we were we were keeping our council and we were staying prudent with our spending, and Bournemouth spent loads of money with petrochemical dollars and all that, and they went ahead of us. And Eddie Howe, um, you're not bitter about that, though, are you? I'm not bitter about it at all. No, of you sound not. Uh, completely unbitter. <laughs> Absolutely, and. To me, Eddie Howe, he played a very limited number of players week after week after week and played a full-strength team in the Cups and went very far in the Cups, particularly the FA Cup. I think it got to the quarter-final in the year that they got promoted and they just kept playing and winning games. They just didn't get injuries. And I think that's his sensibility and he's tried it, certainly to some degree, with Newcastle. But this time, he's come and stuck with... The same policy, less luck. And a lot of it. To be fair, they've had a lot of it, like we have. But, yeah, I think the, I think the Deserby moving teams around has actually worked quite well. Yeah, that's now, the bigger think, picture, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think he's... I think Deserby's a class above how, there's no question to me. It's yeah. like, they're not even close. I know Newcastle fans might disagree, but to me, it's like, Deserby's a level up. He hasn't had, like, kind of illegal Saudi money that should be banned from the game. Uh, murderers and that sort of thing so he's uh, we basically were quite well behind them in the summer because of their money they didn't spend another what, 100 million and we, we we saved we basically brought in 100 million and yet we're sitting a point or two or three points behind them now or something like that yeah. you know well like, Matthew this is Matthew Mattioli the first guy we spoke to of the various Arsenal supporting Matthews he was saying, if we keep doing what we're doing, we're going to be a top four team. I'm not quite sure about I, that, I, but... I, 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 mean, I think you can't physically get that high up by selling your best players. I think that's the problem. I don't, well, I think it's... I don't think it's a bad policy for us as a club. I don't think we can ever be that, that club. Well, I think his theory the, was the that we, we would, would actually be able to achieve the notion of not selling a player. No, because that's, that's the whole policy of bringing them in, though, isn't it? Well, that's if, why we bring them in because we can they can promise them a chance to move to does it depend clubs? on how we do so for example if we win the Europa League which is feasible this season I mean, we're one of we the, get one in the Champions League we've got a different budget then haven't we yeah we, the Champions League we could tempt players the then. Champions League is a one differential and we need to make sure we don't do what Leicester do I don't think we would do but they throw it on a load of crap we, we would buy younger players who would then sell for even more if it came to it and then we'd be able to buy even more younger players and I think, I think the Champions League would change things but I don't see well, I don't think we'll be able to be top four at the moment. Yeah. Maybe even top five. I think the Europa League possibly is our one route into that. Well, 
Well, I'm conscious that the wind is getting up as we're walking in the street here, so you'll be hearing a lot of a lot of distortion. Yes, I've not had the curry yet. Uh, it's going to get rather noisy and annoying, so we're going to wrap it up there. Uh, Peter and uh, is that David who's with us? Hello, David. <laughs> we've we've had a good day out, regardless. We've got Thursday to look forward to. I'll take a hit on today based on the notion of winning on Thursday. We go for that. Guarantee that. <laughs> I take a draw on Thursday. Yeah. Always good to win at Palace. Always good to win at Palace, absolutely. Anyway, to be honest. Oh, well, anyway, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, the next episode, subject to any changes, is a big Palace preview with my new buddy, my, my new uh, Palace supporting fan, and probably his daughter as well, Cleo, uh, is Toby. Uh, a couple of other Albion fans joining us in the pub as well. We're doing a preview in a pub in South London on Wednesday. Or in a pub. That is the I know it's astonishing, isn't it? That's our next episode. So until then, that's Peter, the big shocking kind of news of the day. Russell's going to a pub. Peter, stop distracting my outro here. So Peter, we've we finished this one. Stand or fall? Up the Albion. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.